there's so many lies and you know i i really don't think these individuals believe those lies i think that they blatantly know the truth that the vaccine is causing deaths and depopulating and i think that they are just flat out lying to us so it really doesn't matter what they say because in the end you know they're pushing so that every single person that they want to have that vaccine is going to be vaccinated and that's going to be a way that they control the population with the global economy being in shambles and central bankers moving towards a reset it's never been a better time to protect your wealth by owning precious metals contact andy at milesfranklin.com tell him sarah sent you he promised me he'll guarantee you the lowest price anywhere in the country. Remember, email andy at milesfranklin.com and tell him Sarah sent you. It's never been a better time to protect your future than now. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have Jesse Zaboder coming back today. And, you know, what I really wanted to talk to her about was what does free will really mean and how... You know, because it seems like so many people are being lied. Well, it's, it doesn't seem it's they are being lied to. The mainstream media is lying, and this forced vaccine schedule that they have going on with everybody mass vaccinations. So many people around me. I know if you're in a different state, maybe it's different. But in my state, so many people are getting this vaccine, and so many people I know, their family members are all getting this vaccine. And so my question to her is, what does free will really mean? They said that you have to. They want in their satanic religion. They want people to do things willingly in order for it to be legit. They can't force people. But if they're lying and they're keeping information, how is that free will? And what does that really mean? And I did come to an understanding on this. And it's basically they don't care about, this is my understanding, and everybody can wrestle with it how they want, but they don't care if it's free will or not. What they want is so that they don't have to, constantly force you so if it's fear or your free will or however they can manipulate you lie to you do whatever they can to get you to do it on your own because if you do it on your own then you're willingly doing it and the whole everything's easier plus it's a slap in the face to to god and that's what they want it's just a it's it's a crazy cult religion that is controlling a, a lot of people who are in power right now. For those of you who do not know Jessie Zaboder, she is a chaplain. She worked at the VA for many years, helping people with trauma and helping people with, um, you know, the, the issues that you have when you're a veteran. But she also is one of the top people in the country taking down pedophile rings. She works really hard at that. But she grew up in this cult, crappy environment that so many people who are you know, in power grew up are, are in and they're part of, and she got herself out of it. She was probably the highest level ever to come out of this cult and is sharing and explaining how this whole Luciferian cult works, how they manipulate people. I've, I've, you know, people have pushed back and said, how do you know she's legit? And I have checked her out from all different angles. She knows I have, I mean, it's just what things are. Um, obviously I'm not going to be able to thoroughly, I mean, how am I supposed to know when it comes to something like this? But for those who have done research for decades, they 
they all say she's legit. I mean, in the sense of information she's bringing forward. So it's not just somebody that has decided one day they want to be famous, like people are accusing her of, and is coming out with all this stuff. It's just not possible because she's filling in the holes for researchers who are in the leaders in this field who are uh, have been researching it for decades. So for her to fill in the holes for people like that, I mean, you just can't come out of the woodwork as a crazy person making stuff up and be that. It's just not possible. And she also is legit in the sense that she's helping to take down pedophile rings. And a lot of powerful people in those rings are behind the scenes are aligning with her because she's helping them. She knows information that's not possible to know if you're just somebody making stuff up. So for those who are going to put comments below that she's just making stuff up or is going to write to me or whatever, please stop doing that because I think you got to do a little bit more research or I just, I, unless you have something really legit to tell me, I, I just am going to ignore that stuff for now. And because it's just, I, I, I look for things all the time to figure out if somebody's legit or not. And uh, you know, she's passed that smell test for me up to, you know, at this point, and she's a good person from what I can see. And she's really helping a lot of people understand what this whole Luciferian thing is all about. Gotta tell you, she's doing a Bible study once a week. And I think a lot of people are looking for different ways to connect spiritually. And she does a Bible study once a week. She's done six different sessions so far. I'll have the link below so people can go watch it, but she's now it's going to be her seventh week. And uh, for people who want to learn more about the Bible, and and she has people, she does it with a couple of people, and they all push back and debate, and it's, it's a good thing. And they do it in a loving way. And the whole point is to try to connect what the Bible says to what's going on today and try to make sense of it. And I think for those who are searching and trying to understand more, I think it's a really good thing that you can connect with. And so again, I'll have the link below for those who are interested in connecting to that Bible study that she does once a week. But I, um, before we get into this interview, I want to remind you that the Tetragen special, the 40% off, ends the end of May. So you don't have much more time. It's almost the end of May. It's the 28th today. So if you want to try it, it helps me a lot. It keeps me from being hungry. I literally went from always wanting to eat like most of you out there. It's because we don't get the leptin signals to our brain when we're done eating, when our body says, hey, we don't eat anymore. Those signals don't get to our brain that we're not hungry anymore. And this tetragen helps rebalance you out. It takes a while for your body, like four weeks or so, for your body to rebalance out and you start getting those signals again. It also helps you burn fat. There's five different ways that it works. It's not a magic pill. It's a rebalancing so that you can be healthier. It also really works good where you do intermittent fasting because you're, when you're trying to do something like that and you're hungry all the time, it's really hard. You can go to my website at sarahwestall.com under shop. You can find the coupon for that. And you can also find the link for Tetragen. So thank you so much for those of you guys that buy from my affiliates. It helps my show go. And also thank you for joining my Ebonier and my SarahWestall.tv with everybody who canceled me. That really helps me uh, focus on doing my journalism. So let's get into this really interesting, it's always interesting talking to Jesse, uh, interview with her. It's, a, in, it's always a discussion. People who push back on me and say, you talk too much, bleh. it's like, what's a discussion? If you want to hear a presentation, then you really need to go to their 
YouTube channel or other things that they do because this is not going to be a presentation. I don't just say, okay, come on, and then I just say, talk all you want. I mean, I don't do that. And sometimes I am, when I talk a lot, I'm trying to get certain things out of people and trying to understand them more. So that's why it's more of a conversation. And if you don't like my style, then maybe I'm not for you. But that's the whole point of what I'm doing. So anyways, let's get into this great conversation with Jesse Zaboder. Hi, Jesse. How are you? I'm great, Sarah. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you for joining the program again. I have I, you know, I'm very confused on the satanic religion that these most powerful people in our world right now, the financial companies, these families are running because I don't understand how their informed consent, their willingness, you know, somebody has to willingly do something, how that, <clears throat> how that works. And I was hoping you could help us understand a bit. Yeah, it's more of the, you know, Satan who, and his demon generals that want the willing consent. Um, it's all about the will, you know, and what you choose. And that's what they try to direct. Um, you know, if you're seeking the Lord and you're walking in his will, then the enemy really has no grounds. He can't do anything because we, we have power and authority in the Lord. Um, you know, scripture says we can even move mountains, you know, whether that's actual mountains or, you know, things that come up in our life, obstacles, um, problems, situations, you know, those are things that we have, you know, a, a spiritual authority to speak into. So it's all about that spiritual authority. And, you know, with this vaccine, what I feel that they're really doing is they're preparing individuals, you know, for their end time agenda things. So, you know, one of the end time agenda um, items is, you know, the mark of the beast where, you know, individuals will choose if they're going to serve the Lord, you know, and with that, the enemy would um, kill them, or if they're going to, um, you know, serve the enemy, which will include worshiping the beast. And scripture tells us that that mark, you know, specifically will be displayed on the forehead or in on the hand. And I, you know, believe from what scripture says that that's going to be a visible, tangible mark that everybody can see, not, um, you know, it could have a chip or something that goes with it under the skin, but scripture is pretty clear that it will be a written mark on your forehead or on your hand. So as we see some of these things transpiring, you know, um, the enemy, like we said, wants this to be a willing decision. Um, why? Because it, you know, then it's your choice. And, um, you know, why that's important to him, I think it's solely because it's a mockery towards God. You know, he, it, it shows that we've chosen something other than God. And, you know, that's what the enemy wants. So, um, you know, how did they get that will to form and to, you know, make those decisions? We, we talked a little bit about that last time that, um, you know, they'll do things with mind constructs instead of mind control, because, you know, with mind control, you 
aren't necessarily making that choice by your will. You know, you, you make exactly. that choice out of necessity. So with mind constructs, you know, they really um, target your morals, your ethics, your spiritual um, preferences. And so things like, you know, if you want to be a good citizen, if you want to keep other people, especially the vulnerable individuals in your community safe, you know, then you'll wear a mask. Um, so right there, but that, they lie. Right. right? I mean, that I mean, narrative, it has nothing to do, you know, they don't even present like an option. It's just, if you want to be a good citizen, you will do that to that. So you do this, otherwise you're bad. Right. But you know, like I was listening to a commercial uh, before we started and it was on getting vaccinated and they flat out lied. And they said, the vaccines, if you want to, you know, stay safe and you want to open up sooner, you know, because if we don't do this, we'll be locked down forever, essentially. Yeah. But they say that the vaccines are, this is what they said almost verbatim. Um, essentially, this is what they said. Vaccines are almost, or nearly, they said they're nearly 100% effective at, at eliminating COVID and keeping you out of the hospital. But that is a lie because according to their own trials, five to 10% had severe reactions from the uh, mRNA vaccines. Mm -hmm. So they are, they're lying to people so I'm questioning whether it's really their free will, because you, when you combine the ionosphere, you know, where it makes you more prone to, uh, you know, listen to things, um, the fact that they're <clears throat> pumping fear into people, they're doing all these things and messing with people. I think they're lying to themselves that this is willing consent. Well, they, you know, it hits your belief system and you know, they want you to believe a certain thing. So they use key words, you know, that it's safe, it, it's tested, it's been tried. And they'll put out, you know, I think that it's the documented, um, you know, reports that they get back that, that they only give partial reports, you know, like the military does this too. They have the, you know, the veteran hospitals only have to report um, the documented cases. So, you know, if a veteran comes in uh, for mental health services because he's suffering from PTSD, then that's considered a documented case because they've come in for help. But the numbers are higher of individuals suffering from PTSD. They track those numbers, they're aware of them, but they don't legally have to report him because those individuals did not seek help. Um, so, you know, you'll have big number different. I mean, it's like a 20% difference where, you know, the reported number is that 40%, you know, which is one out of every 10 or sorry, four out of every 10 soldiers returning to the U.S. Um, from Afghanistan, Iraq, and um, other places are committing suicide. But the actual number is at 60%. So six out of every 10 are committing suicide. So I think they're doing the same thing with the vaccine that, you know, those who make it to the hospital, you know, where we already know we've had 
you know, there's documented accounts where hospitals, clinicians, they're, they're being paid or told, you know, through their clinic or the hospital protocols that every death, you know, must be documented as a COVID death at this Unless point. they're vaccinated. And now they're right. starting to say there's no correlation. So if somebody dies 15 minutes after getting vaccinated, they say, well, there's no correlation. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's just so obvious. So it's the, it, there's so many lies and, you know, I, I really don't think these individuals believe those lies. I think that they blatantly know the truth that the vaccine is causing deaths and depopulating. And I think that they are just flat out lying to us um, because, you know, either way they win it, if, you know, it, it doesn't matter what the report is, the way that they're putting things out, you know, they're pushing the compliance. So, you know, people are being forced to have to get those vaccines, you know, or they're moving in that direction where you're getting forced to. So it really doesn't matter what they say, because in the end, you know, they're pushing so that every single person that they want to have that vaccine is going to be vaccinated and that's going to be a way that they control the population well and in certain areas like the indians uh, i shouldn't say indians i should say native americans um, in canada there's law they have to be vaccinated they have to and they can't get groceries they can't get water they can't get anything they have to sneak out of the um the tribal lands to get their reservation to get uh, food and water so mm -hmm. that's not free will. And then you have, I just read a report this morning on um, in India, the, the Indians from India, they're, they're going around trying to vaccinate people. And there are people who got, you know, they got them all the way up to a river and a bunch, there's like 200 people that jumped into the river because they don't want to get vaccinated. Uh, you know, they're forcing people to do this. Mm -hmm. That's not free will either. So this doesn't fit the religion from what I understand. And so I'm confused as to how they're lying to themselves that this is free will. Maybe there's a lot of people that do free will, but once you start forcing people like this, aren't they going against their own religion? The Luciferian not, not religion really or whatever? Because Go ahead. there's a weeding out in that process. Um, you know, they only want those who are going to comply. So, you know, they put people in that corner where let's just say the, you know, Canadian Indians that had to jump into the river, you know, what's going to happen to those individuals? They can't buy food. They don't get to eat. You know, they don't have homes. They're being pushed out of their country. Um, you know, those individuals are going to die. So th they no longer become an issue at all. Um, because, you know, they just plan that those people aren't going to be there. So, you know, what's important is that those who are still in the system or serving in the system are serving out of their free will. Um, you know, so that's how they kind of look at that. I think it's mental gymnastics. Okay. So they're, uh, they're crazy. They're psychopaths, the mental gymnastics to get them to do some weird thing. So, um, when do you think, because like Sherry Tenpenny and company, a lot of doctors think we don't have much time. I, I'm to the conclusion that 
this madness will continue until people start dying who are vaccinated. I mean, I think we're in for even worse restrictions until the people start dying. Yeah, I, I agree, you know, and I think, you know, that's part of what they use for that push too, is that, you know, if we all hurry up and get the vaccine, mm -hmm. then all the restrictions will be lifted. It's like they're uh -oh. panicking now. They're desperate to yeah. force this on us because this is what I have in my head is thinking is that if they wait too much longer, people will start dying and less people will take the vaccine. So they got to get this done soon because otherwise people will start dying and then it, they can't get more people to do the vaccine at that point. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that that's it, that they're, you know, they're in that push. They want to get as many people as they can before the truth full truth really starts, you know, circulating, getting out there and everybody's aware, you know, of what's going on. It's just absolute insanity that we're dealing with this. Now I'm, this is what I'm thinking too, is that there's going to be a lot of societal collapse. If people start dying, I'm really hoping that our human bodies adapt. We're very adaptable. We're kind of like cockroaches. <laughs> where we adapt to the climate and perhaps our bodies will adapt more than we realize to whatever the heck they're subjecting us to. And it won't be as bad as we think, but if there's the death rate that the doctors are saying, you know, they just had another Nobel prize virologist come out and talk about what these vaccines are doing. I mean, it's not like they're having schmucks come out. I mean, it, it's right. very scary. It's top people who, who should know who are talking about this. I see societal collapse. I think the universities are going to not going to be able to function. I, are, are, so many things Our hospitals aren't when they're making all the doctors get this. I mean, so many things are going to collapse. Right. Yeah. And if we lose, you know, those who are medically trained, you know, that is going to make it really difficult for, um, you know, those who are not to survive, you know, will kind of be subject to whatever they set up, um, you know, whether that's a universal healthcare system, you know, where they pick and choose who lives, who, who dies. So, well, I don't even know if they're going to get the support from the average person. I think the average person is going to say hell with you. I think it's going to be tyranny. I mean, it's going to be, well, tyranny, of course, but I think it's going to be total chaos. What do you call it when there's no rule of law? It's complete, um, what do you call it? Well, tyranny, but when there's just right. no rule of law, there's no yeah, government. Lawlessness you know, just, or tyranny, I think. But yeah, just total chaos because no yeah. one's going to listen or, or there's going to be there's going to be areas of self-governed common uh, law areas of people who are mentally healthy running a, a good community area. And maybe that's what they're pushing. I mean, I have to ask that because you think of all the, you know, a lot of times they'll put out information in the movies or through Hollywood and, you know, over the past 10 years, how many, movies have we had about the zombie apocalypse and you know it kind of gives those concepts where you've got these groups that are trying to function and survive um you know against the system that is everything's chaos um you know life is really not sustainable and um 
you know, it, and I have to go back to just a couple months ago when the CDC, you know, literally put out on their sites stuff about this humpy apocalypse. So you have to wonder, you know, where they're going. Um, sometimes it just feels like it's a huge, you know, social experiment in that, um, you know, all this time they've been testing, they've been monitoring, they've been watching for reactions. And, you know, the way people are, you know, they, I think they've been recording even how people are affected emotionally, spiritually. Um, in our area, we had, you know, social workers that kept coming by the houses every month. And, you know, they'd be asking questions like, how is this affecting your family financially? Have you had all the food and the supplies that you need? Um, you know, and all those questions are kind of like the monitoring or the biofeedback I experienced as a kid, you know? So I, sometimes I just feel like it's a huge experiment, you know, at this point and they're just getting ready. Well, do you think it's an experiment for a bigger thing? Because I think that this feels like the, the real deal, like this is, the their action their end action i mean because th they're taking it too far to take an experiment this far doesn't it seems like it's their plan they're implementing the real deal they're going for it right now yeah i would not put it past them um you know i've i've been looking all the way back to you know the groups that started some of these social experiments like tavistock you know right after world war ii and those are you know, the, we'll just say the Nazis, the different German soldiers that were highly involved in those things, you know, those were the individuals who they permitted into America through Project Paperclip and put them into positions like the education, um, you know, in the universities, the medical hospitals, um, those um, organizations that, you know, we were trained to look to as the specialists or the professionals who tell us, you know, the way things are, what's good, what's bad. Um, you know, these, these are the people they put in place. So, you know, we've had all this, we'll just say controlled constructing that's been going on since the 1940s. And I think it's just continued now where now they're implementing the plans that they've been preparing for the end time. And, um, you know, we're seeing kind of that process that um, morphing take place as they, you know, put those things into place. And do I know that there are things worse than what we're facing now? Absolutely. Well, sure. Yes. You know, um, I mean, as a child, I, I was you know, informed that in certain cities, you know, some of the, they would take the decommissioned missiles um, and, you know, those would be kept near some of the underground training centers. And those, you know, were filled with bio, uh, biochemical, you know, engineered warfare. So, you know, they had different things like under California, which we already saw that released. Um, you know, they had the bubonic plague in that one, and that went through, people can, 
you know, search for the bubonic plague breaking out in San Francisco, I, I think that was 2020, maybe 2019. Um, so that, you know, one was released and then we saw that breaking out among the homeless. Um, you know, the ones that they have yet to release, you know, have a hybrid, which um, does include Ebola. So, um, yeah, and I've heard that Ebola is probably what this next thing is going to be. That's what yeah. people, that's why chlorine dioxide is so important. People should look at the Dr. Kalker interview that I did where it went through phase three trials in Switzerland because, and even the Navy used it for Ebola, it works for Ebola. And so people should look into some of that stuff. I got to tell you, it's banned in the United States, but look at this, the, uh, the Dr. Cocker interview that I did, it's on my front page of my website because they went through phase three trials. There's over, now there's over a hundred thousand medical professionals that are all in this forum learning about it. There's countries that this is their, their uh, formal way of dealing with COVID. Mm -hmm. It's, um, it's, it's uh, healed, cured um, tens of thousands of people now. And it works with COVID. It works with, according to their trials, with all these things. And um, so you can go look at the studies. It's all legit. And, but it's banned in the United States. Yeah. I wonder, is that available at farm stores at all? Through veterinary and stuff? It's available for commercial use and for other uses. It's not available as a medical uh, treatment, but I believe, in fact, I know you can get the medical treatment, um, uh, what do you call it, formula? that's not for medical treatment so you just got to do your digging yes. yeah do your digging do your research be creative be creative you know <laughs> but it, it is what it is but it's banned right. and censored so and in fact if you have too much of it they might come to your house in hazmat suits <laughs> and record it on the news <laughs> well let's test that theory no i'm just kidding <laughs> it's just absurd it's just a joke <laughs> Well, okay. I, I still don't understand the whole thing. I, the whole, their whole religion about getting them to do it with your will. So if somebody won't do it with their will, they'll just kill you. Who's left are the idiots, the blackmailed, the, the, the corrupt and the brainwashed are what's left. And that's what they want left. Right. The worker bees, basically those who are slaves to the system. Um, you know, those who, I think, you know, it's under a bondage of a fear of death you know, those who um, will do anything to survive, you know, that's really where the enemy gets a lot of people is, you know, that we're afraid to lay down our lives and, you know, make the right choices, even if it includes that we will die making those choices. So that's the greatest bondage the enemy holds these people under. The, and I'm, the fear bondage, you know, yeah. there are, there are journalists now coming out that are writing and producing documentaries who are still in the system, but they won't come out with their names and their faces and all that stuff. And I, I gotta say that bothers me because I've been out for years now. I've, mm -hmm. it's affected my, you know, what, how I'm viewed is my reputation. It's affected what I could do. I'm out here busting my butt showing my face you're out showing your face we're all out showing your face it's time for those journalists to get the courage and show their face and say who they are because yeah. i'm tired of these people hiding behind a veil of secrecy 
get your ass out in front of the public and have courage because I don't have, I'm, I'm done with these people being, you know, I'm, I'm doing the good thing, but I'm still going to hide in the system. That's BS. We're past that. So anyways, I had to say my two cents on that. Um, okay. I want to move on though. I want to talk about uh, the child trafficking because under the Trump administration, they took down more pedophile and pedophile rings and trafficking rings than all administrations combined. I mean, they were going after them. But now that Biden's in there, I know the Operation Talon at the border was stopped, which was sad because they were ready to arrest dozens of traffickers at the border and they had to to stop. And some of them they had to actually release. And, um, but how are we, so we know the border's a flipping nightmare, but in general, are we seeing things being stopped everywhere or is it still continuing? What are you seeing? Cause I know that's what you've done a lot and spent so much of your time on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I encourage people to continue to watch justice.gov um, and on that site, there's a press room you can go to and in there, you know, it, it shows the arrest, those who are being prosecuted, um, and it will tell their crimes, you know, if it's crimes with children, pornography, things like that. It, it doesn't tell you if it's, you know, satanically, ritually um, involved or not, but it would just say, you know, crimes against children, things like that. So, you know, I encourage people to go back, you know, the, you can go back through the past couple of years even and just see how many arrests um, and prosecutions Trump's administration did you know, it's phenomenal, the work that they've done. And um, I know just a couple weeks ago, reports were going out, you know, I'll just maybe say first that I personally believe operations have still been continuing. Um, I believe that there's evidence that shows there's kind of been a a dual presidency. Um, But with that said, you know, some of the reasons I believe that things have still continued is that, you know, we've seen Biden stopping things, but we're still getting reports. You know, a couple of weeks ago in Germany, I think there was over 4,000 individuals who were um, arrested for being involved in uh, the propagation of child pornography. Um, then we got another one just a couple of days ago um, I had sent you that article, Sarah, um, where uh, under Operation Carolina Homecoming, um, they rescued 157 juvenile uh, juveniles ages 14 to 18 who were runaways off, who were on the street, um, but were being involved in drug trafficking, uh, prostitution, and and uh, you know child trafficking. So. Um, we're still getting reports in that there's, you know, either large rescues or there's um, large arrests that have been happening. Um, And, you know, you would think that Biden would be more than happy to take the credit for these things and would be making sure it was all over the news. But um, unfortunately, that's not the case. So I think that it's showing that we've got two things and operating simultaneously together. Um, So that's interesting, but you know, from what I'm hearing, there's still stuff going on. Um, 
you know, one of the other interesting but things. But at the same rate or has it been slowed down? I think down? it is some at the same rate. Yeah. Um, we had like some of the groups that, you know, we were working in conjunction with, um, like, you know, they had Linwood, Trump, all those individuals had been kicked off of Twitter, uh, task force, high command, um, you know, just a, six days ago, uh, task force came back on to Twitter and, you know, has been dropping information on there, um, you know, saying that stuff's going to be coming, but they've been putting stuff out. Lynn Wood's been putting a lot of stuff out on Telegram um, in his videos, on his speeches that he's giving. So I think that, um, you know, pretty quick here, some stuff's going to be coming out um, that's going to give a really good update. Um, is it because Biden doesn't have complete control in the administration? It's like they, they have control over their people, but the other people are like, hell with this. We're going to continue doing what's right. You know, I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know how much control he really has at all. Um, you know, some of the videos that were put out this week um, showed the White House and showed um, like the Pentagon, well, we'll just say the Pentagon um, law enforcement was there at the White House. And there was a lot of, um, you know, military and law enforcement activity. So I had to be asking, you know, what in the world is going on at the White House? Um, you know, it doesn't seem- But it's hard, it's hard. I know, because people say that he's not really in control. I mean, no. but there's been so much change, you know, when it comes to the border, right. when it comes to a lot of things uh, that I don't, you know, I guess I'm not, I have a hard time believing the, the theory that there's this dual presidency going because of how much damage this new administration has done and what they're doing. So I, I just personally have a hard time believing all that stuff until I see right. that there isn't the damage to this country that we're watching occur. Yeah, no, I agree. And, you know, we haven't really heard about what what happened with all those kids that were being kept at the border either. You know, from what I'm hearing, it doesn't sound like they're going into social services, um, you know, or CPS. So I've got, got to ask what is happening to all, you know, the kids who were being held there at the border. And then we've got the new ones, you know, where they started um, just dumping them out in the, you know, in the desert and stuff in the, um border patrol individuals had to bring them in you know so we've got this large amount of undocumented children um that basically are unaccounted for well there's a there was a journalist that was down there and she's been covering it for a while and i don't remember her name so i apologize to this journalist because she has showed a ton of courage dave hodges had the report um, and then I reprinted it because I thought it was really great. And, but she's great because she had the courage to print this and she left the television program that she was on because she was tired of it. But she said that there were busloads of kids and other journalists know this and they're still working, but she left and said, I'm tired of it because there's these busloads of kids that just the bus that goes to nowhere. Mm -hmm. 
and they all there's they it's a known secret and um that's what's going on down there and but there also are people who have come forward that are getting children so the cps and the foster care system obviously not all of them there are good people in there too working really hard to get yeah, these children are, yeah yeah into good spots because i've heard of people saying yeah i have i've got foster kids from there so it's not a hundred percent so anything that we're saying is not a hundred percent but it never is right. right it never it never is no and i think it's good i mean we need to keep you know, asking these questions and wrestle with it and seeking the truth, you know, and if people know that needs to be shared so we can all, you know, understand what the situation is, um, you know, for our children and stuff in, you know, around the world, basically. So yeah, it's, it's terrible around the world. Okay. So you believe that there's this dual track and they're not stopping it, which I think is very interesting because I, I think getting to the bottom of that would help help me understand and help people understand more but it might tie into the system is going to put the good guys in charge for a while not the good guys but the light side of the right, system the light side of the system yeah and that's what we might be seeing when it comes to that but we're not seeing it at the border not not as far as we know you know i think i think you're right with the reports that we are seeing this um you know the destruction the different, um, you know, I guess casualties of war, but you have to ask why, why allow so much casualty of war, you know? That's exactly right. That's the big question. If, if we have a dual presidency going on, why is such a mass amount of casualty happening? Is that just so that we fully uh, understand as a, you know? I don't, yeah the average American citizen, you know, understands really how bad it, it can get under the dark side. You know, that's, that's the question. I don't know. I'm having a hard time with that theory, but if, you know, at this point watching what's going on, I guess I I'll keep my mind open, but I'm really have, I just, I don't see the evidence for that, but I will keep my mind open because everything I would never have thought five years ago, I would be in this situation where, where we have a complete propaganda machine telling us to take something that where there's treatments that work hundred percent and they're easy to get and, and they're lying. I mean, they're just flat out lying about everything. I caught the CDC lying about the death numbers. I have that information. I have the original spreadsheets. I have the original data. And then I have the data of them fixing the numbers. And, and, and so it was really, my, my um, family saw it too. So they all were like, oh my God, you know? So when you see stuff firsthand, it's really, it changes your, it just changes how you see things. And, um, but yeah, I wish I saw more evidence of things being, you know, this election steal feels like it's an all encompassing, uh, they, they've just an all encompassing propaganda mode and they just stole the election and not just Trump. They stole the election up and down the ballot for Democrats and Republican. They placed the, what the system wanted in place. They, Some people slid through though. Yeah. Or were purposely put in there to, to create chaos. I mean, I don't know, like green, I think she's, uh, she's was one that might've slid through. <laughs> 
I don't know. Yeah, I uh, well, I think sometimes you know they they purposely will put certain individuals in so that it looks like you know it was fair or it was random or you know, but I think that they even control those people they allow to slip in as well. It's bad. Like McConnell, McConnell, he's a Republican. He's the head of the Senate. I fully believe that his election was fixed based mm-hmm. on the data that I've looked into yeah. and that he had such a low approval rating. His approval rating was like 12% or something. You don't win an election with <laughs> right, an approval 12%. rating. <laughs> And, and his competitor was, was like over 50% or something. Mm-hmm. It, that's just BS. There's something else going on there. So anyways, I, why don't you give us your spiel on what you're doing and how people can follow you? Cause I know you're constantly working on trying to save the children and get the information out to people. Yeah. Um, it's easiest to follow me on Twitter, uh, which is at supporter Jesse. Um, also, you can follow us on our website, which is illuminatethedarkness.com. Um, I'm on shows like Right on Radio. Um, you can follow us on YouTube or uh, rightonradio.podbean.com. Um, I have several shows throughout the week. So Right on Radio, um, uh, I'm with Aquarius Rising South Africa, and there we cover, um, you know, the the trafficking, the working of the system over there in South Africa. Um, also on- What else do you talk about when you're on Right On Radio? What What are your topics typically? Oh, Right On Radio? Well, Right yeah. On Radio, we have some great shows. Uh, that's probably my most diverse show. So, um, you know, we, we will cover uh, certain news topics, but then uh, we also focus on the spiritual side and community focus. Um, you know, our tag theme is live right in the real world. So, you know, we just really break everything down to reality on that show. Um, you know, we do uh, Sunday, uh, right now we're going through the book of revelations with Jody LaDolce. Uh, she's a, a veteran that uh, works with our illuminate the darkness team and heads up our different veteran projects. Um, so, you know, Jody and I work hand in hand, but, um, people have really been enjoying the Sunday revelations course and that's great. it's just a discussion, you know, about, uh, we just walk through the scripture and, and discuss it. We all have different viewpoints. So that makes it kind of fun. And, you know, we bring out all those points and, um, people have been really enjoying that. Well, I think more and more people are going towards spirituality and God because they don't, this is such a hard time that people are looking for, for God, right? You know, whatever that is, what, you know, whatever God means to you, they're looking for meaning and spirituality and what life is about. And, um, most people want it to be about goodness and love. Yeah. And, you know, most people, anybody I want to be around. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Thank you so much, Jesse. I love having you. I love talking to you. So thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me.